Welcome to the All-Star Networking Podcast. It's the show where you hear from a new expert each week on how to build an all-star network, increase business sales, grow careers, find a job, or enrich your life. Let's get it started. From the Midtown Global Market in Minneapolis, here's your host, Kathy Paper. Welcome to the All-Star Networking Show. I'm Kathy Paper here at the Midtown Global Market in South Minneapolis. Joining me as always, trusty executive producer Matt Tell, the friends of the Midtown Global Market. Check everything out. Consider becoming a member. And uh, Matt, it is a super sunny day here in Minnesota. But joining us today is the one, the only, the famous Mark Paper, my father. You cannot find him on LinkedIn, but uh, we are going to have a great conversation about networking and relationships. And Dad, you get to say hello to all the listeners. Uh, Hello. I'm happy to be here. I'm not used to taking instructions from my daughter, but I'm here (laughs) to do what I'm told. It's not instructions. It's having a conversation. And as I recall growing up, you used to do some stints on WCCO radio with your tennis buddies. I'm glad you remember that because I do not remember. (laughs) You don't remember that. Okay. Well, we've shifted from there's still a lot of radio, but now people listen to podcasts. And this podcast is all about networking and why relationships are important. So figure in your successful business career, maybe just tell everybody a little bit about what you do so they know who you are and other than being my dad. Which is the thing I'm most proud of is my family. However, my business is Lewis Bolt Nut, manufacturer of fasteners, a company that's been in business for 95 years and I have been president for 60 years, primarily a supplier to the railroads. And I employ between 250 and 300 people in Colorado, but with this sales office and headquarters in Minnesota. And what I like to say, too, your your headquarters used to be right where Surly Brewing is. That is correct. And, and we moved out of there in 1992, relocated headquarters in Wyzetta, but the bulk of our employees in Colorado. Nice. And, okay, so talking about business and relationships because some of the people listening are either looking for a job or they're curious how do they build relationships do you even think about your relationships as a network or how do you think about the people that are in your life well i think subconsciously i never thought of as networking but i always tried to know as many people as possible to be friendly to them to be helpful to them. Over my years, I have developed, oh my God, I don't know how many people uh, that I consider as friends and people that I can go to if I want some advice. And similarly, I think they feel they can come to me. They think I can help them. That's my perception of networking, is is building group of people, and usually not a, a financial uh, relationship, but just f- friends to friends, trying to help each other. You know, I could enumerate many instances where I've had a problem and I felt comfortable going to somebody because I built up a relationship w- with them before. And on the other side, and, and certainly I have a few young people in their 40s and 50s who are in business that I they they build up a relationship with me and I'm uh, I'm helping them. 
I don't know if that answers that, the question. No, it's great. And, and, and getting advice from people and going to them when you have things that you, you want help with. Um, I know you've been in the Vistage, Vistage groups. Break it down a little bit for people. Well, the, the, the Vistage group is probably the best example of networking in that it's a group of people that are running companies like myself. And we get together once a month and just share ideas with with each other. But even before I joined Vistage, which was 38 years ago, I had a group of people that, whether they were friends or people that I met some other way, and being, I guess it centers around building your reputation, number one, and then making friends with acquaintances, friends, whatever you might call it, with other people. And uh, you never know when it helps or whether they say something about you or your company because they know you're a good person. Nice. The build, building the reputation. Is the key to, I think, good networking. If you don't have a good reputation, you know, people don't want to help you. To me, you know, I never, I never thought about it as networking, and it never seemed complicated because it, it came natural to me. Yes, I think it does to you. Yes. Uh, yep. <laughs> well, one of the, one of the few traits my daughter is is copied of mine. One of the few traits I've copied a couple other ones. A little competitive. A little competitive. <laughs> yes. Right, Matt. We were just discussing. And, and, yes. And 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 having a sense of humor, a light air about you, helps in in networking because people like you if you know how to enjoy life and not be serious all the time you know business is a serious thing but you got to have a light side to yourself well people want to know they can count on you and at least i see i think now people come to you because you've been successful in business but early on they probably came to you too because you were trustworthy I would agree, I would agree with that. Yeah. I, I think done a pretty good job on my reputation. Yeah, uh, as being ninety nine percent of the time trustworthy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we won't talk about the speeding, but no, well, I, I, I never I, I got caught. Go you never got caught. Yeah, I always say it's not a good day unless I whip a U turn somewhere. One of the stories maybe you mm-hmm. would tell for people. Because oh. there's what? what? Which well, story? No, this is a good one. This is what I like. That as you were talking about your reputation, I remember you were in your office and the phone rang and it was a customer wanting something. So, so, so maybe just tell people about it. Well, I was in my office. It was after hours, uh, five thirty or six, and the phone rang and I answered it. And it happened to be our customer in Cheyenne, uh, Wyoming, and she started asking me questions and answered them as best I could. And when she got all done, I didn't want to tell her I was the president of the company. I told her I was the janitor. (laughs) (laughs) And and I said to my sales manager, you're going to... Next morning, you're going to get a call. And sure enough, the customer called up uh, my sales manager and said, you know, you've got a great company, but I talked to the janitor last night and he couldn't have been nicer. And anyway, that built a relationship with the person. And, and she sends me, well, she finally stopped, but she would send me janitorial supplies uh, once a year. But, you know, it was, it was an example of, of doing the right thing. And, and we developed a relationship. And, of course, the customer has stayed with us the whole time. And, uh, right. 
and showing Shorty, the, Shorty was, Shorty was her name, right? And just showing your personality because I think that's one of the things, at least as I've observed, how you build relationships is, you know, you write a letter or a note sometimes when you're upset with people, but also when people do things right, and you build a connection and yeah. you do it instinctively or or maybe you work at it i don't know no i i think about it and certainly when i read about somebody they do something good i try and make it a point of calling them or sending them a note and uh saying good for you and and i oh i do believe even at this stage that i try and and not send notes on typed out on email i guess i use email more but but a handwritten note uh is something that that people appreciate getting. Anything that you can do, personalize it, that making the other person, which they are, feel special, uh, you never know when it's gonna come back to, to help you. Right, no, yeah. I think it's a good it's a good one. You know, I love the handwritten note. I think my mom, Francie, taught us about mm-hmm. writing thank you notes, but I write a note to people just to say thank you, or if you see something, I still read the physical newspaper. Now people forward a lot of articles but just putting a a message with it of saying why you're making that connection. One of the other ways I've talked about, you know, whether it's with other guests that have been on the show or or other people, and since this is the all-star networking show, you're competitive, you've always had sports in your life, is when you were kind of growing your business, did you use sports and play basketball at the Y as a professional thing or is just something you like to do or talk a little bit about how sports and business have intertwined for you well i let me think about that one i think i think that all the sports that i did after high school and college was strictly well for two reasons i'm competitive and and i enjoyed that and it was also an escape uh, taking my mind off of the business and interestingly enough whether it's, it's the people I played tennis with or the ones that, that I played basketball, I, they, a lot of them become lifelong friends, and we on occasion help each other out. But I, whatever you do, it's, it's so much easier in my mind to be nice to people and reach out to them. Oh, I can think of a guy who lost his, lost his wife, and I reached out to him. And I hardly knew him, and he's been so appreciative and stays in touch with me. Uh, even though he's moved to Duluth now, but I just can't do anything but two things. It makes me feel better to do it, and I'm making somebody else feel better by reaching out to them. You've sort of said to me is you can learn a lot about people by playing a sport with them. So, like, I have some guy friends that they play basketball together, and I always am curious, like, do they do business together? Do they know each other well? And, you know, people that play golf say it's a great way to get to know somebody. I'm going later this afternoon to a pickleball networking event where I don't know any of the people. There'll be 16 of us there. I've done it twice, three times, I think now. And I always know people are surprised when I get on the court, like how competitive I am. And then I get to know them a little bit and then we can you know, decide are we going to do business together? Well, I, I think if you if you spend time with a person, whether it's on the basketball court or, or, or whatever you do, you get to know, know their character. I mean, there's a way of being competitive, but still being fair and honest. And of course, I go back to the same thing, that your reputation is the most important thing. 
And certainly for me, and having run a business, you have your up periods and your down periods. And certainly during the down periods, it was a great escape to be able to go out and play a sport and even be successful. And I was reasonably successful. I was going to say, do you want to list off for everyone some of your accomplishments? They're kind of impressive. What, See, being, being an All-State goalie 100 years ago? Yeah. That was yeah. only private we, school? We are we in the great in, state of Minnesota, yeah, so right. the great so state I, of yeah, hockey. Yeah, that was 70-some years ago. Ouch. Yeah, it was a pretty good tennis player. Yeah, but, for, but, but the hockey, I want to say this one is, though, for anybody that's played hockey, you know, think of all that hockey equipment. Did you have any equipment other than your skates and your... I, I, I didn't have a mask as a goalie and never got hit in the face, but, but they didn't shoot the puck as fast as, as they do now. Yeah. All that. Uh, uh, no, and we it, just had the Twin Cities Marathon. Did you ever run that marathon? I, I finished three marathons. One was, but very slowly, but I did it. Good. And it was a good accomplishment but to say that I finished Twin Cities, New York, and Phoenix, but you did too. I've done. You I've were done the youngest two. one. I've done two. Wait yep. a minute, my, my Can I talk about this? You can talk my, about it if you want. My daughter was the youngest one to finish a marathon, Duluth Marathon in nineteen. Wait a minute, nineteen eighty. Ninety-eight. Thirteen years of age. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, and in fact, I saw Alan Page walking around the lake the other day. And Alan Page, for people that aren't from Minnesota, was, you know, super famous Minnesota Viking. And then went on to be the uh, Supreme Court Justice and does some really great work in the community. But his wife was a big marathoner. And I trained with her yeah. for that marathon because yeah. I was too young. You would, you guys yeah. wouldn't let me run by myself. So you found me somebody that was running marathons. I, I, there weren't marathon groups at the time. Yeah. And I remember training with them and I talked the whole way because I was so excited to be with, I don't know, other people or maybe I've just always liked to talk. But yeah. Okay, let's go back to the University of Minnesota because you're going to be featured. We're going to put the link in there. You're going to be featured in the Carlson School of Business. Uh, yeah, the quarterly magazine, which should be coming out this month, has got a feature article on somebody who's been a CEO of a company for 60 years and it is I, president of Lewis Walnut, for 60 years. Nice. And, so and going to step down. But not yet. <laughs> exactly, you're not done. But what? Tell me about the University of Minnesota. When you went there, they didn't have the business school then, right? No, they had a business school, but it was different. It was—I forget what it was called. But you don't really want to hear about my experience in the business school because I wasn't a particularly dedicated student. <laughs> you can. Don't don't cut that out. No, leave that in there because I'm telling you, anybody listening, like, let it go. It doesn't matter where. I think it doesn't matter where you went to school or how well you did. You always say, you know, maybe maybe you should talk about this or uh, your um, your favorite book that you always quote. I think it's just mental toughness. Mental toughness. Yeah. No, no. I have a philosophy that it, it's nice to go to college and a fancy college, but but basically to be successful in, in business, you've got to believe in yourself and not be afraid to network. By, and by that, I mean listening to other people, but ultimately you've got to make your own decisions as to what's best for your business. Did I learn any of that at business school? Probably not. Uh, you, you, learn, you learn what works best for you when you get out in the real world. Again, I repeat, if this, this subject is networking, it doesn't hurt, to, and it helps to have 
a group of people that you can feel you can go to if if need be. Yep. How, how am I doing? I think you're doing. I think you're, I think you're doing great. I think you're doing great. And you didn't tell me what to say. I didn't tell you what to say. I think you know one of the things you know here at the market there are thirty entrepreneurs. There's a new one opening right here, Momodoza, that is Nepali dumplings and Indian crepes and. Matt, your work supports all these businesses to, to grow, and, and you were talking about customers, you know, that everybody just needs more customers. <laughs> How have you or you and your, your team networked to build more customers or just a couple tips of what you've done? The railroad industry was tough years ago, and you've managed to survive everybody's crumbling. Well, uh, what I have done is is again you have 250 or 300 people over here uh, i've instilled in, in them all the way down the line that the customer is paying our bills and you, you got to do whatever you can to be fair with the customer and give them good service and, and and deliver what what you what you promise and it is interesting how how if if you have that philosophy it pays off in, in many different ways. But when your truck delivers something and, and he likes his company, he's going to do all he can to, to be nice to the, the customer when he drops it off. It's a, it's a simple project. Just be nice to people, care about them, what's important to them, and, and show that you care and be sincere. You know, it can't be a phony because they'll see through you. It's, it's got to come from the heart. There's the gold and the wisdom. You can't be a phony. It's got to come from the heart to be positive. I think those are things that that we lose a little bit when you do things online, but I like the combination of it. And you're pretty good with your phone and texting and emailing people, but I think you probably still use the phone a lot. I I do, because, you know, to hear somebody's voice is different than than the email. It seems to work. Right. I'll wrap with this and say we're going to go have lunch somewhere. I don't know where you have so many places to choose from. Maybe we'll have you back. Or Dave Barry back, who does run sales. I think he does a phenomenal job. He's built a network too. So. Yeah, he's built uh, an amazing. This is our sales manager. He built an amazing network, and our company oh got recognized as supplier of the year to the railroad industry a couple of years ago. And it's not because of me. It's because of him. He has developed a network of friends that they all love him as a person and they trust him. Right. Is that a good way to sign off? That's a great way to sign off. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you. Nice work. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you for listening to the All-Star Networking Podcast with Kathy Paper. To learn more about strategic networking and making impactful connections, visit rockpaperstar.com. Please join us in supporting the Midtown Global Market as a vital community resource that supports small business, cultural diversity, and free or low-cost programming. Reach us at friendsofglobalmarket.org.